Happy Wednesday, everybody. As always, thank you so much for taking the time to download our show. Hopefully we can share some laughs and some good tips for your next Walt Disney World or Disneyland trip because Pam joins me today to answer those questions. And she is just back from quite a stay out at Disneyland with her family. And she gives some highlights of the trip, including some great times they spent in the Avengers campus and why that's such a great land to visit out at Disneyland Resort. We just talk about some tips for traveling out there. Actually, one of our questions is Oogie Boogie Bash or Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. And we talk about the differences, and there's really not a winner or loser there, but how they are different. We also get a question about our favorite things to order over at CityWorks. So we talk about some of the great meals we've had there. I mean, there's, they have an extensive menu, so it's really hard to remember everything we've had there, but we give some tips. Uh, we get another question about a restaurant that's not in the theme parks, where two families can meet together, but it's not too loud, where you can actually have a conversation and visit while still having great food, comfort food, kind of not fancy foods. So we give some suggestions there. We also give some advice on whether to do four-day base tickets or three-day hoppers. Pam and I kind of split on that one. This and many more questions coming your way on today's podcast. Our show is always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now to help you plan a magical Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip for no additional cost to you. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does mean a lot to us. It supports us throughout the year. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And again, patrons, thank you so much for your support. You allow us to do this show and keep the show going and hopefully improve the show every now and again. And We've done that with our video feeds and how we can broadcast the show, and thank you for that. Our patrons also get a bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to support us starting at $5 a month, come on over, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to episode number 2307 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel, which you can find over at TheMagicForLess.com. Just stuck that in there. We are here to answer your listener questions. It is a Wednesday. It is the middle of June. And we're getting ready to go on an epic cruise with our listeners here in less than two weeks. It's 12 days from today as this show releases and cannot be more excited to get down to Port Canaveral, meet all of our friends, eat chicken tenders, sail off to the Bahamas, hang out at Castaway Key, have way too much to eat at Cookies too, maybe run a 5K and just have a blast. So we're going to have so much fun. But until then, we've got a lot of podcasts to record. We're going to have fun doing it. So joining me today, of course, it is Wednesday, so it's time to answer your listener questions. Your friend and mine, the co-owner of the Magic for Less Travel, Pam Forrester. Pam, happy Wednesday. What's up? Happy Wednesday. So I have a conference at Universal right before we are leaving for the podcast cruise. So I'm sort of, I just got back from Disneyland. I'm unpacking to repack to go. So things are crazy and in a good way, busy, crazy. I was, I've been saying 
my summer's really busy with about a hundred things I really want to do. So that's a good kind of busy. I think. It is a good kind. So you actually kind of want to get like a mini trip report on Friday show about Disneyland. We're also going to talk about the holiday happenings at Walt Disney world on Friday, a little Christmas in June, because yeah, I, I can't talk enough about Jollywood nights. I did Jollywood. Oh man. That's a, for once perfect name. It's great. And it's got everything I would like in a holiday hard ticket event except for the big price, but can't get around that. I mean, it's just, right. you know, otherwise everybody, they're being, you know, they got a, they got, you know, everybody wants the tickets, but it's, it's one of those things. We talked about that Scott and I on Sunday night, which that show comes out tomorrow on the feed. We get calls about it and everything else, but we'll talk about that on Friday, but real quick, give us a, like, what was one good thing about your Disneyland trip last week? Man, I love being out there. I know. Right. Um, so Hannah had not seen, um, the Avengers campus. And she's a big Avengers fan. We all, I mean, we all so enjoy the movies. Um, the older ones, like the original uh, Marvel movies, I think up until Endgame and all of that were sort of really our favorite. We sort of love that. Although we love Shang-Chi, so that's another one that I like. But anyways, so she hadn't had the opportunity to see that. So I was really glad to, to that she got that. Um, and it's amazing. If you haven't been out there, Avengers Campus is very much like you stepped into a Marvel movie. There, You're going to see characters about Spider-Man, Thor, Iron Man, Black Widow, Black Panther, um, all, the whole thing. So that part of it, I think, is just so unique. It's really unique to a Disney park because we know we can't see those characters wandering around Walt Disney World. So that was um, that's fun. I also love the two nighttime shows that they're doing there for the hundredth celebration, um, world of color, the one that they have for the hundredth celebration. And of course the Disneyland park fireworks are both spectacular. Um, tears were shed, I will say at, at that fireworks thing. And you get to see, um, characters for those of you who haven't ever seen a Disneyland fireworks show, they actually have some characters that sort of fly around the castle during the fireworks show. And we got to see the blue fairy do that. And also Baymax um, is part of the new show. So some really cool things going on out there. The nighttime shows at Disneyland are spectacular. Yeah, don't you are. think? Well, why? I, why? Why are they better? It's not fair. <laughs> I, nighttime out there seems even more magical than Walt Disney World. And I love Walt yeah. Disney World at night. I think it's amazing. But it feels like, I don't know, like when the, when the sun starts to set, especially at Disneyland. Well, I mean, your California Adventure. I don't know. Maybe it's the California sunsets. I mean, they're pretty gorgeous. I mean, Florida's are good. too. They're pretty amazing. I mean, they beat Missouri's on my deck, and mine aren't too bad. <laughs> but it's it's. I don't know. The locals start to maybe show up to you know just pop in. Maybe to there's like a new like it's like the park is almost kind of reborn. Like it's six like around yeah, dinner time. Buzz. Yeah, around dinner time, both parks seem to kind of get a no kind of like a second wind. And the thing I like about the fireworks at Disneyland Park itself is I was going to ask you this question. It's like, where did you watch them from? Because when I went down in February for that special or that, no, it was like late March, you know, they were showing us that fireworks show, but they're like, you can see this in five or four or five different locations yeah. in the park. And it's a different show. So I saw it in front of small world with the projections yes. and it was incredible, but you saw it at the castle. So you actually do kind of see a different show no matter where you're standing. You do. And we actually saw it three different ways. Um, we saw it from main street. We saw it back from small world. And we also saw it um, in front of Tom Sawyer's Island. They do a show, a production show there as well. So that's a, that's really kind of a cool thing. Um, it just, 
I almost liked In Front of Small World better than I liked it on Main Street. Um, and I was part of that is because the projections there are so super crisp. You know, they sort of are, you know, you can really see what the projections are. And I think when you're on Main Street and at the castle, it's a little more challenging to see that. I mean, both Steve and Hannah and I, we all sort of looked at each other and we were like, Oh my gosh, I did not see that from when we were standing in front of the castle. So that that's a cool thing. And they told us like, you know, all the insides of that event I went to, you know, how they use butterflies as transitions. There's butterflies and all kinds of Disney yeah. movies to, to denote, you know, all kinds of symbolism. It, I, again, it's, it's just, it's a quaint experience at Disneyland it park is. and it feels like the fireworks are closer to you. And it just it just feels right at night. Like I mean, I don't know, put on a shirt. Like Disneyland is right at night. Like it's just it, it's wonderful, you know. And like I I went it that is. night. I went and had dinner at uh, El Rancho del Zocalo, and I was like, is, I was like uh, Kevin Cosner and Field of Dreams. Like, is this heaven? No, this is Rancho del Zocalo. Yeah, <laughs> Disneyland. And this was before this is before the uh, the Phantasmic uh, Dragon went up in flames. So it was even better to yes. see Phantasmic. Yes. So. <laughs> Anyway, we're here to answer your listener questions. William's in the chat. We love to see William. He came on our live show uh, with a great setup, and we talked with him. And he's getting ready to go on his first Disneyland trip here very soon. He says, looking oh, forward fun. to it. So give him one tip real quick. Just be in there. Give, give William one tip for a first timer going here shortly. Oh, man. Um, get there in the morning. Be there. If you're staying on site, um, get there at 730. Um, that extra 30 minutes, we did so much we knocked it out um so much during that time and the other thing is genie plus get it from one of the days there oh, yeah. um it we pretty much had the everything done that we really wanted to do by like noon one day i mean it was just that good um but yeah the 30 minutes is golden and i say this it is true at walt disney world too yes the 30 minutes you get when you're staying on site, it's more than 30 minutes in return. It's like exponential. 100%. It's like you probably, you probably get 90 minutes back for using that 30 minutes early. Uh, at least, at least. And it's even more effective out in California because so many people are local. And so I think they underestimate the time it will take to get ready or they run into traffic or whatnot. So they're not getting there until maybe 10, 11 o'clock, whatnot. That 30 minutes really, you can, you would not even believe this. You can walk into Fantasyland and do almost every attraction in that 30 minutes. Yeah, because, I mean, literally, you walk, and Scott told me this before I went down last summer, right? He's like, you won't believe it. He's like, you'll walk off Snow White in, like, within 30 <laughs> seconds, you can be in line for Toad. And then after yes. Toad, you can be in line for Peter Pan. And yes. then you can just walk right over to Dumbo, and then you can do Alice, and, you know, it's like in the yes. Canal Boats. I mean, and he's right. I mean, it's... Tight yes. is right at Disneyland. I mean, you do not spend. It's the it's like the anti Epcot, right? Because Epcot, say you're going from Soarin' to Frozen Ever After. I mean, yeah, it might only be you know ten minutes at each attraction, but it's a twenty minute walk. I mean, it's it's, it's beautiful, know, but right? it's far. You know, it's it's yeah. a long walk. So anyway, I'm yeah. glad you had a good time. We'll talk a little bit more on Friday. So give us think think about a couple more tips. I love talking right. Disneyland. It's always fun to sprinkle that in where we can. And uh, Tanja here, my good friend, Lizard, see her at the races, says the shows are incredible. I think that's the part of the entire day that her husband enjoys the most. She put in the chat. And I agree, man, the, yeah. the entertainment. I mean, I, and I always told myself when I was out there a the couple of times, like, it's because you're in Hollywood, right? I mean, acting's <laughs> a little bit better. Yeah. Every every waiter I had or waitress, I was always like, this, they just want to be a you know actor. It, you know, they're just they're just waiting tables to kill time until they're in the next blockbuster. 
I guess. Well, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. And the other thing is, um, for those who don't know, Adventures by Disney actually has a Southern California adventure that includes um, both time in the Disney studios, in Jim Henson's Muppet Studios, and then also time at Disneyland. And I'm going to be doing that in August. Um, no. It has been on my bucket list for the longest time. Um, and I know I'm really, really excited about it. But the great thing about a Disneyland vacation is, even if you aren't doing the Adventures by Disney part of it, um, is that you can plan one of those last minute. That's the other thing I wanted to stress to people. If you haven't planned your summer vacation yet, don't worry. You can plan a Disneyland yeah. trip. And they're awesome. I'm telling you, yeah. man. My family's already dying to go back. Like they're asking, like, we're going back next year. You know, like guys, we're, we're at that point. We gotta decide. We're gonna do a we're either gonna do a, we're either gonna do a seven night cruise on the fancy because Mallory really wants to go back to Mexico. She wants to do the amazing race with me because I did it with Paige twice. And right. she, she'll be old enough. She really wants to go to Cozumel and do the amazing and I love the I'll do it again. I've done it twice, but you know, I'll do it three times. So she wants to do that. And I mean, you always want to do something with your daughter. So, and I love, you know, longer cruise, the better. So either a seven night, like, but I kind of want to do an Eastern or, you know, I want to do something else, but you know, whatever, or Disneyland. And it's a tough call and I can't decide right now. So we'll have to figure that. That's a tough Disney choice that we haven't settled quite yet. So we'll see. <laughs> All right. First question. comes like from, Disney choices. I know that's another <laughs> podcast for another day, which should probably be coming up because we need some evergreen shows while we're out on the cruise, and that sounds like a good one, so watch yep. for it here in the next uh, few weeks. Anyway, Natalie's got a question here in the inbox. Says, hey, Mike, I have a trip coming up in August right before Labor Day. We're currently doing five nights at Coronado. She says never stayed there before and very excited for that. And we're thinking about doing a split stay with Caribbean Beach. Also never stayed there. Do you think it would be worth switching halfway through the trip? Also, which resort do you like better of the two? Guessing you're going to say uh, Coronado, LOL. Thanks, Natalie. So it's five nights. That's the thing. You always got to think about how long it is. And it's also, I, here's the question I don't have. You know, we got a few, few uh, uh, you know, sentences here, but not a whole lot. Like, are you going to, how busy are you going to be? Like, if you're going to be in the parks a lot, five nights, maybe don't do the split. Maybe go to Caribbean beach next time and really enjoy Coronado for all that it has with the dig site pool, three bridges, Maya grill to uh, Toledo. Um, what else you got there? You got Rick sport line, sports lounge. If you enjoy that mm -hmm. kind of stuff and just yeah. the grounds and it's a great location for visiting the theme parks, but then Caribbean beach, the argument there is you got the skyliner, great feature pool, share the the resources of the Riviera when it comes to like counter service dining, you can walk over there and have some at Primo Piatto, maybe have a drink at Bar Riva. I don't know. What do you think? Cause you are the queen of the split, but I would say this time <laughs> I, I would just stick with Coronado cause it's a new experience. And then that keeps a new experience in your hip pocket for your next trip. I agree. So I am the queen of the split stay, but I am also a professional you are, <laughs> at see, the split I, stay. Yeah, yeah, are, I have yeah, it down to totally. a science. So, you know, my family, um, really, whoever's traveling with me gets good at packing and unpacking. And I've said this many, many times, but packing cubes are absolutely what saves us. And just the fact that we travel so often that we have it, we really do have it down to a science. Um, a five night stay would be probably 
would not be ideal for the split stay, I will say. Um, I try to go, like, if you have a four and a three or something like that, I think that's easier to do because you really get to go into one resort and yep. sort of unpack and experience it all and whatnot. And I think you will find so much that you really enjoy doing at Coronado that you won't really need to switch. We, I mean, Mike and I both love Coronado, mm -hmm. so you're... I mean, getting one of the better, I think, resorts, a moderate resorts, it's sort of a moderate, but feels like a deluxe with the amount of, oh, the, the lawn care service. I'll say, it's it's like Monday, a, right? No, keep going. We're good. We, we, we fix we, we podcast through storm. I was just like, I was looking, I was like, are we, is there an airplane coming over me? Like I'm looking around like, because we live by like an executive airport and I'm like, dude, maybe they're coming in hot. I don't know. <laughs> you have me nervous there for a second because with my headphones, I'm like, I should be able to hear that. But maybe they're coming through the mic and it's really, really close. They're busting the tower. Uh, Ghost Rider, uh, this is this is Maverick. We we're busting a flyby. And we can always hear it like when they when they're mowing near you. We can always hear it more than it translates no. through the microphone. But yes, Brad, Monday, my my, yes. my pirate uh, next door neighbor is not mowing currently. I've told about Brad who starts to he's now flying a pirate's flag, even though he's not a Pittsburgh Pirates fan or a Buccaneers <laughs> fan. He just said, "I kind of feel like a pirate nowadays." I'm like, "Dude, go do you?" Because he has a pirate flag flying on the front of his house next door. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Right. But anyways, what I really want to say is just go. I think for this trip, just go and enjoy Coronado. I think you'll really have a fantastic time. There's so much to do and see there, all the different restaurants. Um, you're going to want to walk by, walk around that lake in the evening because it's just, it's really just a cool experience. You're going to want to do the evening events, you're going to want to see a movie under the stars. And I think part of the thing that does happen when you do a split stay is you sort of lose some resort time. Like you're homeless for a part of your vacation. Yes, you are. Because chances are you need to check out of your one resort, but your room at your next resort will not be available. And that can be inconvenient depending on what you have planned that day. So consider that. But I would just, um, I would focus on one this time. And then like Mike said, keep Caribbean beach there for the next time. Good call. And I, I, I it's a tough call. Cause like William says, he's addicted to the Skyliner. So he stays at Caribbean beach now and he goes to Walt Disney world. And I get that, but I for the too. resort, the resort aspect, I enjoy Coronado more cause it does feel deluxe like even mallory said like we're staying at the coronado for two nights before the podcast cruise we're going out on july 1st and we cruise on the third and she said but i want to stay in the tower because it feels so fancy and i get that <laughs> i mean but but the rooms that are not in the tower coronado are just awesome like i stayed in the ranchos earlier this year and i love they it. are i mean and these people say oh the ranchos are so far with all those bridges now it, nothing's far coronado they solved no. the problem yeah. The bridge made a huge oh, difference. Dude, yeah, it did. I mean, it made it, uh, yeah, nothing. You cut yeah. your walk time basically in half oh, totally. I mean, from one side to the other. So, yeah. All right. Let's see here. Kate's got a question in the live chat. She's tuned in over in the UK. And by the way, this is a primetime special for our UK friends recording live here. So thanks for joining us. Today was the 60 days for the first part of our split stay, split and splits. Managed to get all the reservations I wanted, but forgot to put dietary requirements on a couple. Can I amend them in some way? Also, it was other as the dietary. So they will they contact me in advance? It's odd ones. So Pam, give advice on this. <laughs> 
I would absolutely call, Kate. Mm -hmm. um, I know you got to call across the pond and it may not be convenient and it may not be inexpensive just depending on what your phone plan is. But I would call and actually speak with one of them um, because then they can note that in the notes of your reservation. All righty. Hartford Height has a question here. One of my great guests over at the Magic for Less. Happy Friday. Oh, it's a Wednesday, but that's when the email came in. Sorry about that. He says, I'm way behind on podcasts. Listen to one today. Someone asked about parking at the studios and taking the Skyliner to Epcot. We tried this in 2021. Unless you have an ADR at Riviera, they will not let you on until after 10, I think. He says, cast member told us it's due to the crowds from Pop, Art, and Caribbean Beach first thing in the morning. So there you go. We had a question about that, about parking at the studios and going over to the sky. Because they were going to Epcot. They were going to finish at the studios. So they wouldn't have their car where the where their evening was going to end. If you get, Now, you guys do drive. Do you guys ever strategically put the car where you're going to end the day? Or do you just kind of just drive no. throughout the day? No, we just drive throughout the day. Um, I've never really thought. Uh, we don't have the foresight for this. We're not. We're not, we're like, where are we? What are we doing? What time is it? And when do we need to be there? And I look at that day's itinerary. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm more hour to hour kind of thing. Like, I don't know where the evening's going to take me. It's a good thing about having an annual pass, right? Is that you can just go on a whim. You know, I, go. I need a good travel agent, really. I know, same. Scott helps me out a lot. Like, Scott, what parks you want to go to when we're down there? What's, what ADRs are we getting? Because I never, he always does them. Because the thing is, Scott picks the best ADR, so I just leave that to him. And, you know, like, when he doesn't go, dude, I eat counter service. I never, like, I don't ever do a sit-down restaurant if he's not there. Like, if I just go about myself. You got to know your race. strengths. I do. And I'm fine Lady with, I'm cool with corn dog nuggets. Actually, Mallory and I were talking about that last night. It's like, I haven't had corn dog nuggets from Casey's in forever. I was like, check. We're getting those in July. All right. Uh, just Kate is asking, too, if she needs to call oh. each one or just the main number. If you call the main number, Kate, they'll be able to pull up all your reservations and be able to see them right there. So. Thank you, because I didn't even notice there were more comments, so I'm glad you saw that. And again, the Be Our Guest podcast broadcasting through uh, grass cutting and getting buzzed <laughs> by the tower, which I love. You know, I love that you guys just hang with us. We're, we're not fancy. We're not fancy like uh, the Grand... <laughs> we're, like, not, we're, not, we're fancy, not fancy. Not fancy like the Grand Estino Tower since 2008. That's right. <laughs> We're the ranchos. <laughs> we are the ranchos of the podcast. Maybe we're the, ca the, the cabana still stand, but what we are is we want to be fancy. We're the we're the business lounge at the cabanas that used to exist. There we the go. Tower. Yes. That was, that was the best though. Do you remember that? It like was. I used to book that all the time because it was like maybe 15 bucks a night more and you got like all the free soda and all the free like cookies right. you wanted out of that i robbed that thing i was in there all the time <laughs> you're the reason why it's not <laughs> exactly <there. laughs> it's totally why like we gotta knock this sucker down and build a tower or something like this dude's <laughs> eating all the cookies <laughs> mike rollman's coming again <laughs> have we stocked up yeah. on coke zero yeah, totally get this hick out of here come on now <laughs> jeff's got a comment he says i did the wild africa tour last week bogp's best show was when debbie og host was telling her story about the bridge she wasn't lying great time remember that <laughs> debbie used to talk about she did that tour at yes. animal kingdom and i think she was scared to death to go across that bridge yeah the alligators or the crocodiles or whatever under there I do remember that. That was what Nile yeah. crocodile. Okay, right? real quick. What was what was Debbie's favorite snack at Animal Kingdom? Do you remember? It was at Yak and Yeti. It was at Yak and Yeti. Uh, it was the was uh, the, the fried, fried green, green beans. beans. Yes, yeah. yes, 
Yeah, and I had yeah. those, and she was right. If you dip them like, because they give you like a sauce to dip them in or something, those things are rocking. Uh, right? Yeah, as I recall, Holy you can dip cow. just about anything in that sauce. Yo, and yeah, it yeah, tastes yeah. good, right? Yes, we have a we have a Japanese steakhouse near us that we go to. Like, it's like the place we go for like whenever Mallory's cousin has a birthday, or you know, right. if a family member has a birthday, you go to Kiato or whatever it's called next to us. And they, they just go around and they give you stuff called the yum yum sauce. I don't know what's in it. It's just white. Like, <laughs> like do you need more yum yum sauce? And I'm like, yes, sir. Put it right there. For I don't. I dip everything. Vegetables, rice, the chicken, the steak. I don't care. I'm shameless. I'll dip my salad in there. I don't care. Yum yum sauce. Yum yum sauce. I don't know what it is. Anyway, now, Nicole, this show's already off the rails. Nicole is here. Hello, BOGP crew. Me, my husband, adult son, and his girlfriend are going to Disney for the six-day trip in early October. We do like Halloween, and we're wondering, with all of us being adults, is it worth it to get tickets for the Halloween party? What goes on there? We also have a part of a second question. We're staying off-site with a car, and since one, sorry, day one and day six are travel days, would you get a four-day ticket? And possibly the not so scary ticket to Disney or a three day ticket plus a hopper. Thanks so much for all you guys do. Nicole is in Fayetteville, Arkansas. And I will say Big Suey, but M I Z. So there you go. That's our rival. Um, but I appreciate you tuning in. So, first of all, six adults, Halloween party. Yes. Okay. So let's just kind of the second question Would you do the four day ticket and the party or three day hopper? Kind of solves both questions. Well, do I have to choose the four day and the party or the three day hopper, or is it three day hopper and the party too? Well, she's asking three day ticket plus a park hopper or a four day ticket and then adding, yeah, well, just uh, let's talk. Yeah, it's kind of confusing. So, would you do, I mean, if they're fans of the Halloween party, never been to it, and the budget allows, because I mean, for six people, that's an expense. But it is a fun party. I mean, it's a great it is experience. Really it is fun. a lot of fun. It's a blast. It is. It is. It's fun. As adults, first of all, how often do you get to go um, trick or treating and get candy too? I'm saying. I know. I mean, I'm 49 and six foot three. It's really kind of frowned upon in my neighborhood. So yeah, right. <laughs> they don't believe that you're still 12. <laughs> exactly, sir. <laughs> go home and give out candy. You're not supposed to be taking. You're supposed to be giving. I know. <laughs> I know. And for those who like it, you can get dressed up too. And I think that's a big deal too. So I think both of those things are really, really cool and definitely worth attending. The fireworks, the parade, all of those. And by the way, those fireworks and that parade are only shown at the party. Those aren't things that you're going to see other places. So I think that really makes it worth it too. And we always say being in the parks at night, there's just something extra magical about it. Like, remember they used to call it extra magic hours? It really truly was because yes. it was extra magical. Really and truly it is. So yeah. It was magical to have your kid when she was nine years old in the Magic Kingdom till three in the morning in July. That was always magical. Just keep giving her sugar. You, you, can, <laughs> you can power through her, page. Come on. Yeah, well, decisions are made sometimes. Terrible parenting. <laughs> terrible parenting, but good times were had, and we have great pictures to, to remember right. those days. Okay, uh, let's see. Francis has a question. Oh, and by the way, Tanja again says, dress up and go to the party. So there you, there go. you go. But so I, yeah, I would go more days in the park rather than the hopper, just personally. Just no, I would not. Well, I know you're a hopper fan, but I mean, I don't know. Because I, mean, I love my hopper. Know. I know, I because I have it on my annual pass. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. 
I would go, I would go the hopper. I really truly would. And here's why, because then you'll probably have, if you're doing the hopper, that means you probably have a day completely off and you're going to enjoy your resort and Disney Springs and things like that. You're going to have a whole day of that. So that's why I would. But they're off site though. That's what I was thinking. You know, it depends on how nice your hotel is. You're right. If you can have an off day where you can enjoy the pool, maybe take care of the amenities. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. But, when I think offset, I'm thinking of the B. I remember when I had to say it, the B. It wasn't that bad, but you know, it wasn't. It wasn't what I was expecting. It was a hotel, like it was a hotel, like in Overland Park, Kansas. You know, anyway. Francis or Francois has a question here. We appreciate him being here. In the theme of fantasy football, uh, of start keeper bench, which this is kind of a sports talk kind of oh, concept, I which like I this. I appreciate you bringing this in. Uh, how would you rank these three restaurants? Olivia's Polite Pig and Ohana for breakfast. Okay, we're talking breakfast. Ohana, does Polite Pig have breakfast? They should. No, Ohana for breakfast. Oh, Ohana for breakfast. Okay, so he's okay. clarifying there. Yeah. Okay, so Olivia's yeah. Polite Pig and then Ohana's breakfast. Okay, I got you. Okay, punctuation, not my strong suit. I'm not a teacher anymore. Okay, so start, keep, or bench. Okay, so start would be your top pick, keep would be your middle, and bench would be your third. So we can, okay. who are you starting? All right, let's, let's go backwards. Let's, who are you benching? I'm benching Ohana for breakfast. Oof. Okay. All Decisions right. had to be made, and they I made it. They have been made. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm going to keep um, Olivia's, and I'm going to start Polite Pig. Okay, I'm thinking about it. So, yeah, I am going to bench. Man. <laughs> God, it's hard to bench any of these three. It makes me like a terrible coach. <laughs> I'm benching polite pig. I'm going to keep. I know. What? I know. I'm benching polite pig. I'm keeping Ohana for breakfast and I'm starting Olivia's. <laughs> no, see, these. I actually love these kinds of things because as a business owner, people always assume you have to have this skill or this skill or this skill. No, the this one skill you have to have as a business owner is to be able to make decisions all day long yeah. <laughs> uh, and i just made a decision i mean i, I love polite pig dude polite pig is the bomb it's so good and i hope i have it here on july 2nd because that's our day we don't have tickets we go to disney springs i'm planning on eating there um yes but man, i do like the ohana breakfast the ohana breakfast is a sleeper i want to keep it a sleeper because it's a great it's a great thing to do to rope drop the magic kingdom and get like a breakfast adr at ohana for like 9 30 10 o'clock and then you don't even have to have lunch because it's so good and they'll carry on till almost dinner time. So I get you, but I'm, 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 <laughs> they're gone. They're yeah. benched. All right. Can no, I can't believe you benched play pig, but I, I got did, it. I, did. I mean, you know, you're right. Decisions had to be made and they just, they just <laughs> were, they made. were. I mean, sometimes you got to trade your star player too, and it hurts, but you get over it. <laughs> Cassie's got a question. How's the construction at the Polynesian right now? Uh, we it, just had the agents there um, who we have agents in the park so often that we have pictures and video evidence of just about everything going on. You see it happening there. Um, they're actually very respectful about doing construction within times that don't impact guests that much. Now, sometimes if you're trying to take that afternoon nap, it might impact you. But um, I, it, the rest of the resort is not really being impacted that much by the construction. So you're still going to have all the resources there. 
So that tower, good. that tower's coming a whopper. along. That tower's a whopper, man. That thing's big. It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. You when I remember when we all talked about the luau being taken away, and you think, well, that's a revenue stream that they're missing. Oh wait, I, uh, they just really. plunked yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, I think they'll be okay. That's okay. Yeah, that, yeah the fire, the, the swinging, the baton twirling guy. Yeah, they're good. Yes. <laughs> I mean, they could pay to have that guy um, retire based on what they're going to be making on the Polynesian Tower. But I'm just saying, real quick, that guy was an unsung hero of Walt oh, Disney World. For sure. I love that guy. Like we went to the we went to the luau three times. Like I love that show, and I love the food. I loved everything about it. I know people like. Oh, the luau. It's not authentic. I've never been to Hawaii. It's, a, it's as authentic as all get out to me because I've never been on, you know, I'm from Missouri. You're tricking me then, I guess. I don't know. Look, look and I know it's a corny story. The girl goes off and meets somebody off the island and all that good. I didn't care. They were bringing me lava cakes. <laughs> and like chicken. <laughs> it was so good. Anyway, Chip's got a question. Hey, Pam and Mike, we're checking into Old Key West on Monday, July 3rd. I'll be checking into a hotel called the Disney Wish on July 3rd. Wait, no, it's a ship. Uh, but we're staying at the Waldorf Astoria on July 2nd. Going to Epcot on the 3rd. Can we get into the park or can we go and park the car at Old Key West and catch a bus for extra mornings uh, on the morning of the 3rd? We're checking in on the third OQS. Yeah, they could do that. Yeah, absolutely. You have up the, that day you're checking in. You can actually do your online check-in, um, indicate that you're going to arrive before 3 p.m., which is the actual check-in time. Actually, at OQS is 4 p.m. Indicate that you're going to be arriving there before that time. Um, you can park your car there. You can use Disney transportation. Um, and you could even use the pool and everything else that day before you even check in. So they'll hold your luggage for you. You can drop that off and go unencumbered there to Epcot. Okay, Waldorf Astoria, then to Oki West. That sounds like a pretty sweet little trip to me. Yeah, it does. You'll have a good time. It's just totally different, I think. Um, you know, types of resorts for sure. When yeah, you think about man, it, man, I love Old Key West. All right, this uh, is a comment from Catherine in the live chat. Uh, she's tuned in live on Facebook. Thanks for being here, Pam. You talked about City Works on the Sleeper Table mm -hmm. Service episode. What do you like to get there, Mike? What do you like? The menu looks good. I know, and it is good. Um, so one of uh, we always get an appetizer because we really enjoy beer they have a ton of different beers there you can get a beer flight so we start with that appetizer and a beer flight and then um usually then after that we either split an entree or each get something light i think last time i got um the ahi tuna tacos which were really good they also have an ahi tuna salad but i've gotten that a couple times um steve usually gets a burger um, I'm trying to think what else uh, we I've get had, there. I've had fish and chips there, actually, and it was really good. Oh, was, was I mean, it? You, you wouldn't think like you get fish and chips at City Works, but I'm pretty sure right. that's what I got there one time. And I also got, it was some kind of like Mexican wrap that was like a special that you, cause they do all kinds of like, you know, this is the special this week or whatever. Yes, and it was yes. like, it was like a Tex-Mex kind of wrap with, with, uh, I think I got onion rings or something with it. It's something terrible. Cause it's on vacation. And it was down when we were down there for Summit with some of the parents. And it was, like, killer good. Oh, man. But their menu is so extensive. Like, I mean, I, I probably won't get the same thing ever twice. Because I'll probably just, you know, try something new every time. 
I know there is there is something different each time um, that we go there that we try. I know at different times, like Steve's gotten that smoked um, cheddar mac and cheese. I've had that. Yes. Oh, it was good. Mercy. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, a lot of different things. But yeah, um, check it out. Yeah. Melissa's local. She's down there. They literally live right behind the Magic Kingdom. I mean, I'm not joking. Like their house is right behind the Magic Kingdom. She says uh, they walked around the other day. They went to Kona and they didn't notice anything glaring at the Poly. So there you go. It's good to yeah. know. Just there. I don't know this answer, but maybe somebody does. And I can pass it on to Daniel because he's one of my great guests here over at the Magic for Less Travel. And he's a Missourian. So show me. Does the Disney Character Warehouse accept Disney gift cards? I don't know because, man, I went... I've told this story a hundred times. Scott and I went to the Disney character warehouse the day we ran the full marathon after Dopey. So we'd oh, run 40, no. we had run 48 miles and 26 that morning. And it was, it was that really, there's a year it was so hot. Then we drove around for like 45 minutes trying to find a parking spot. We could not find a parking spot. I fell asleep in the car because Scott was driving. We were trying to get souvenirs for our girls and save money at the same time. Totally backfired. It was the worst ever because i hate shopping i hate shopping so we left property went all the way down there had to fight for a parking spot it was like black friday oh and then we went in and most of the merchandise was like from mediterranean disney cruise line sailings from like the last year like i was like yeah i for me i will say the outlet experience is completely overwhelming Oh, I have so been overwhelming. in the, I get it that like our UK friends and our Australian friends, like they must yeah. get like the thrill of the chase. Like I, you know what I mean? Right. Maybe they're good deals. I mean, and I love a good deal. I'm, I'm, I'm not frugal. I'm cheap. I am. I mean, I get it. But God, when the guy tried to sell me the carnival cruise out of the kiosk in the middle and I almost had to knock the dude out. Cause he was aggressive on me. I was like, dude, I sell Disney trips for a living. Like I'm going on Disney. Cruise. You should go on carnival. No, I shouldn't. I'm good. No, you should. I'm like, dude, I've run 26 miles today. If you tell me one more time, I'm going to light you up. I'm going to tap your teeth. So you better just back off. I'm going to end up in jail. Scott's going to end up at the character warehouse by himself. <laughs> this is not going to end well. Like, I don't know if they take gift cards, Daniel. I don't know. Maybe somebody could tell me. Oh, the Allison says, Google says, yes. Thank God. There we go. God bless you, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Allison Googled it. So real quick, William, he's heading out again. I had now to design for the first. You got to Oogie Boogie Bash. I have. So he's asking which is better. Is there oh, man. is there like a way to quantify that? There isn't. Well, I, I mean, no, it's hard because they're just in they're just in different locations, you know what I mean? So it's it's the fireworks were really incredible at both. Um gosh, I don't know. I, I, I really enjoyed them both. I can't choose. I really can't. I can't choose. They were both great. Is Oogie Boogie Bash more about characters? There are a lot of characters, um, that are there and there's a lot of characters like in the parades and things like that. They both had really cool parades that were happening during that time. They both had really great, um, Fireworks shows. I think the thing that sort of, although Walt Disney World, and we have mentioned this, has adapted this recently is Disneyland used to have so many more sort of treats, right? Limited time treats. And they still do like quite often just because they're appealing to a more local crowd. They're trying to, um, you know, get give those folks a reason to come back again and again. 
Um, well, Disney World has recently sort of adopted this over the past probably year and a half to two years. We've started to get more on the East Coast, too. Um, so I really appreciate that. But I think Disneyland is always going to have so many of those really limited time treats. Um, I remember they had all kinds of different churros. They had Oogie Boogie um, Little Rice Krispie Treats. We got an Oogie Boogie... Um, popcorn bucket like that was huge when we were out there so lots of good stuff at both and william did say earlier in the chat i noticed like, we had a lot of comments that he's going for the churros so that's a good thing get a oogie uh, yeah. churro hopefully and i'm just telling you if you buy your first popcorn bucket it becomes a disease all of a sudden they're behind you i know all, right? i was not i'm not a collector but because i got figment over here i got mr toad i got the 100 balloon kind of deal yeah yeah they're kind of taking over my shelves I got my sipper of Sam. I know. I was very tempted by some of the popcorn buckets out there, too. Because well, they are popular out there. What What was the best yes. one you saw in the sippers, too? There's some new sippers, I think. Um, so the hundred, the silver, the silvery metallic sort of hundred year balloon ones, I thought were really, really cool. Um, they had a rainbow one that I thought was really cool mm -hmm. too. I was, I looked hard at that one cause it was so pretty. Um, they just, every single one that they have, um, the Mr. Toad one was really cool, but I love just seeing the the different ones that they have and thinking how am i going to get this home and then if i really want it i'm like well i'll figure it out later yeah so. that's awesome and then mr tobin's going to have that new hundred ribbon or sash yes. on it so it'll be kind of cool because mine just has a regular one all right let's got another question here from stephanie hey mike and bogp crew this holiday season we're hoping to meet up with our cast member daughter uh daughter's boyfriend's family and meet his parents for the first time Sounds like a sitcom episode or at least at least a, <laughs> just a minor, right? like, at least like a lifetime movie or something. I don't know. Uh, we'd love to meet for lunch or dinner at a restaurant that has good food and the ability for us to visit without being too loud. I'm thinking of on property, but not in a park. So we're talking resorts as we don't know if the kids will be blocked out by parks at that time. What restaurants would you suggest for a party of seven to sit down and enjoy each other's company as well as some good food? We're all pretty casual people, and we uh, will be staying on property, but at different resorts, if that helps. Thanks for keeping me company this summer break. Stephanie's up in Boise, Idaho. How about that? Home of the blue turf. Again, I, I dude, it's my go-to. This is perfect. It's it's Olivia's. I mean, Olivia's is like it's it's literally like sitting in somebody's kitchen, and the food is so good if you're casual people. I mean, it's it's Cracker Barrel at Walt Disney World, really, kind of. But it's nicer. I don't it know, is sort of cracker yeah, bro. Yes, I mean, it's right. got that same kind of like chicken and dumplings, like you know, kind of stuff going on. I get the, chick, mm -hmm. the buttermilk chicken. Oh, it's so good. I don't know. Give another suggestion though. Like some place you can actually carry on a conversation. So <laughs> I think um, Ale and Compass is a good choice um, over at the Yacht Club. I think they have great food. Uh, they, I think you can absolutely carry on a conversation there. And it's worth checking out. Um, another one that I think maybe uh, would work is uh, Steakhouse 71 mm -hmm. at the Contemporary. Um, I think Ale and Compass, the only thing about that is in the evening, it, it's sort of dark in there. Not too dark, but it's a darker atmosphere. 
And it's sort of, I think, you know, at different times that, you know, makes people sleepy or not sleepy. I don't no, know. I get so that. Just, but I, I've thought we've always gone like later in the evening and I'm just like, I get kind of tired. So yeah, I, 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 know, I felt it's that because it's, it's, a, it's a color, like it's a dark blue. It is. It, it is. It's and very relaxing. Yeah. It's so yeah. It's super relaxing. It is. But the food is so good there. I mean, really and truly. I'm going to tell you the lemon chicken. The lemon chicken is had, so good. I've had the pot pie there twice. Nothing Hannah has too. The seafood. Yeah, she said the seafood pot pie. Yeah. But then it is nighty night after that thing, man. Because it's like it's warm. It's <laughs> super comfort food. And like you're in this, you know, they're trying to knock you yeah. out with the colors on the walls. And then, you know, Steve Forrester's there. So it's like a battle between Mike and Steve. So who's going to fall asleep first? <laughs> first person, first person on the podcast cruise catches a picture of either myself or Steve asleep. You wanted some kind of, we'll get your prize. Uh, yeah. It's going to happen sure. in a public area because it will definitely happen. Oh, yeah. Anyway. All right. That's going to do it for today's show. Thanks for the great question. You have a question, send that to me, Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Just put listener question in the header and we'll get that here in the queue. As always, our show is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travels. So, Pam, let me just ask you this. What's going on at the Magic for Less? You're going to a... Uh, a thing down at Universal. For I am. The There's agency. a Universal You Prefer conference um, that I'm going to. That's then, of cool. course, we have our Be Our Guest podcast cruise. Oh, and we forgot to the, announce. Friday. We'll do it at the top of the show on Friday because okay. we're at the All end right, of this yeah, one. So, for yeah, for sure. But, um, yeah, stay tuned for our announcement um, concerning Magical Wishes for Kids. Give Kids the World. We're really excited about that. Um, yeah, and there's just so much going on. I, I love that our team is so engaged in the process. Like everyone's learning and sharing and all of that. So I think that's always a good thing. Yes. So we talked about on Sunday night. So if you really want the announcements, the end of tomorrow's show Thursday at the end of the live show from Sunday, but we'll talk about it on Friday as well. So big announcement coming your way, but check out the magic We just love to help you plan that next Walt Disney world, Disneyland, Disney cruise line, or adventures by Disney trip. Swing by the website today. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link, BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. When you purchase anything there, just click through that link. It supports our show throughout the year. That's an easy way to give us some support there. And, of course, Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Become a patron, and thanks to everybody who is. You will also put the show out every time that we do and improve the show and make it what it is. And our patrons get Mike in the Midwest, which came out a day early. It came out on Monday this week. So check that out at Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Give Pam a follow on the social media at TMFLT Pam. I'm at BR Guest Mike, Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget to join Scott and myself Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. We open up the phone lines, take your calls, and just have a hoot talking Disney for an hour. It's a blast. We even had one of our friends who's going to sail with us, the Sador family, come on this past Sunday night. His family transformed his basement into Trader Sador's. They got all kinds of stuff through Amazon. They made him his own Trader Sam's. He showed us on video. It was epic. It'll be That's a show never funny. to be forgotten. I know. I had to show my wife. I had to show my dad. It was awesome. So that's what we do on Sunday nights. Just kind of hang out and wrap up the weekend. All right. We're going to get out of here. We'll be back again on Friday. And on Friday, we're talking Christmas in June. Getting you ready for the holiday oh, season down at Walt Disney World. So until then, you guys stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.